Good evening, everyone, and it is April, and we're still having a lot of fun tonight. It is all about Run Quickly So You Can Fly. It is episode number 64 of oh with Meg, conversations with extraordinary people, and I have clearly an amazing and extraordinary person, Dr. Jessica Mosley of Miss CEO tonight to share her inspiration and rev up the room and up the ante with her wonderful energy. And I'm so excited to bring the show about transformation, dreaming, inspiration, true happiness and discovering bliss because it is time to manifest the life of our dreams. We're steps away from living the life that we all desire and it's time to wake up to the power of possibility. So Jessica, how are you? Welcome to this evening. I'm so excited to have you. Oh my God, and I'm excited to be here. Where the party at? Yes, I'm excited. Well, the party is always at where you are. So I'm excited to like actually, I think the world needs a little bit of a kick in the butt as far as inspirationally wise. So I am so happy to have you here to do that with me. And I know by alone, I'm good, but with you, we are stellar for sure. So before we start, I want to remind everybody that this is an intentional show that's based upon my, my book, the, the Magical Guide to Bliss, 366 Insights of the Day that have you living your life in a different way. And it certainly opens and by giving you keys to unlock your insights, daily bliss, etc. And usually I ask my guests to set their intentions at the outset of the interview. So at the end, we can circle back to the number that you might pick so that we can figure out what insight you pick in the magical guide so that you can share that and your all your gifts of course with the world tonight so do that set your intention Jess welcome Nick Christine it's so good to have you um, we're going to start tonight by introducing Jessica she is a talented and dedicated media professional she has more than a decade plus of experience helping organizations communicate more effectively through her strategic communication plan. She's garnered extensive media coverage, produced marketing materials and coordinated special events. And she's a, she does a host of other amazing communication plans. She's garnered so much goodwill by regularly invited to speak to these female business owners and industry leaders on a variety of topics that include the business benefits of social networking. She's a huge collaborator. She actually is one of the most generous people I've ever met. Her background is in vice president of banking with extensive knowledge in healthcare and municipal environments. It gives her an incredibly well-rounded perspective, but her real true power in life is she's coming here to bring up the level of energy as well as help and collaborate with all the people around her so they can see the beauty that is within themselves. She's done this clearly featured in many media affiliates such as ebony.com beautifully said rolling out magazine good day charlotte msnbc fox people so much more just to name a few she's interviewed authors celebrities and high achieving men and women from around the world but what her most famous now and what her big passion project that she's so excited about i'm so excited to share first of all she's a steward owner of devers place for battered women children and non-violent uh, ex-offenders which just 
is just her heart's dream, her passion project. And also she just started Sovereign Care Home Care, which is a wonderful medical training center that she's gonna talk about tonight. And of course, she is a steward owner of Miss CEO Entrepreneurial Media Brand. So without further ado, Jessica, give us a little bit more about you because I can't believe I get you again tonight, especially in the month of April, which is totally transforming dreams into reality. Oh my gosh, Meg, thank you for having me. Um, I think you've said everything about me, except for the fact that I'm a woman of God yes. and that I am a mother of two amazing yes. children. Well, one grown adult and one almost grown. So I'm excited to be here. Thank you. Oh my God, I'm excited to have you. And I love the fact that we both have Michaels, which are our boys, that we all have that in common. But before we start off today, and their names mean warriors. They do. They mean warriors. And they came from warrior mothers. So clearly. That's right. That's right. They, they, they get it from genetics for sure. But, um, you know, there's so many exciting things happening for you, you know, from your vantage point, your, your TV show launch party this past weekend. You're also hosting a TEDx in May called It Takes a Village. Your school, Deborah's Place. I don't even know where to begin with you, Jess. I mean, you keep coming up with these great ideas and you effectually always making them come to reality. Tell us a little bit about how this happens for you, because I know people sometimes feel stuck, but you just keep pushing through and there are all sorts of wonderful things that are happening for you. Well, I get stuck too. I just get unstuck. <laughs> well, you know, um, I love what Michael Jordan said. He said, he's quoted as saying, failure is a part of success. It is the ingredient to success. And I think that a lot of times people don't want to appear to be a failure or, prepare, or appear to not have it together. But I think that is probably one of my best assets, one of my best attributes, because people want to be able to identify with you and being able to say, no, I don't have it all together. It's like the best thing taken for me. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I, I love it. I think that's amazing. And the vulnerability of your story comes through and it actually makes you even that much more powerful because it's not the failures that break you. It's the failures that make you because you keep moving forward. And, you know, that goes to the theme that we have today. Run quickly so that you can fly. And this beautiful quote, run, my dear, from anything that may not strengthen your precious budding wings, which is Hafiz, a poet. And he's an old sign poet. My God, one of the most famous. And I wanted to point out with regard to the insight today that there's so much power in the symbolism of the butterfly. You know that I love the butterfly. And there are miraculous stages that the butterfly has to go through to achieve its beauty and grace. But nobody sees all of it, right? You sometimes go through it in your own time, in your own way. But the reality is it's the ultimate symbol of how the soul expands as it undergoes growing pains. Transformation process in this life is not easy, but with good people by your side, you can make good choices, can be so empowering. Tell me a little bit more about this in your life, Jessica. About failing which time? Oh. <laughs> failing as mother, failing as a wife, failing as uh, a business owner. Um, and I love the fact that I've embraced that because um, I think sometimes we forget that it is being able to fail is what gets you back up. How many times did Einstein fail or who was that the man? Electricity, Einstein? Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison. Thomas Edison, my bag. I would have yeah. seen, I would have flunked that question well, too. Einstein too, because, by the way. That's he what I'm help. saying. So, but how many times? I think it was over 300 plus times. Yeah. So I felt, I remember when I was becoming a licensed insurance agent, right? I failed the exam seven times. Wow. Seven. But I ended up becoming number two in the state of Indiana. So it does not matter. How many times you fail It's what you do with the failure. Are you going to stay down or are you going to get up and try again? Because as the late singer Aaliyah said, if at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Love it. You know, and, and obviously if you took the test seven times, you know your stuff. Literally. Girl, I didn't know that. I felt 
what I was just like, what I was just guessing. But when I did pass, I said, did I just really pass? Seventy oh, percent was passing. Oh, that's I was always average in school. Right. Oh, well, you know, it's interesting because they always said with lawyers, the the C students, they become the most successful lawyers, not the A and the B. The A's become judges. The B's, <laughs> I guess, Congress people. I don't know, but the C ones they become the most successful lawyers because they're scrappy. They're scrappy and they don't they don't play after a while you learn it and you get out and you do it and they're not afraid to do it because failure does not you know they always say i i think that there's a point in time where people say that when you're afraid to fail it paralyzes you to try and that's what you're saying because it's just what a learning experience you know that's it you get the wisdom and you move on and and uh, nick christine is saying that you know she just listened to Aaliyah recently and it's time to show up even when you fail she totally agrees And we're back. So look at the same link. <laughs> what happened? It's the same link. So let me let me go ahead and send it to you again. But I'd like to say, interestingly enough, I think that this is just an experiment in having us, you know, go down technology-wise that route, and then starting all over again. So we're getting up and doing it all over again. So here we are again, manifesting with Meg, with Jessica, and at the yeah. same time, for whatever reason, the universe wanted to see if I would give up, but I am not. So I'm back on with my live with Jessica Mosley, Dr. Jessica Mosley here talking about run quickly, my dears, so that you can fly. So we're live again, and all the insight and wisdom of Jessica is now ready for all of your ears the second time around. So I guess that's a point in, in chief huh jessica we we, we get, don't give up we keep trying even when we just keep going we just get kicked out of facebook and then we go back in again so even better um you know i wanted to point out some of your amazing quotes that you sent to me tonight which really pointed out so clearly it's <coughs> down it says seven times got up eight times so tell me a little bit about what this quote means to you it means a lot to me because i failed more times than I've succeeded. Um, I gave the example of when I took the insurance license test seven times, you know, or when I didn't um, pass my project management uh, certification, or I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And that's why I wanna be very clear. It is power and keep going. Mm -hmm. I fell down so much. I fell down in relationships. I fell down in my being a mother. I mean, I, they don't come with uh, manuals. I wish they <laughs> did, but they don't. You know, I fell down in friendships. You know, I mean, I have not been perfect. So my point in saying that is, but I just keep getting up. I yeah. keep showing up. Yeah. Right? It's so important, you know, I, you know, it's funny because even, and I was talking about this today to, to a colleague of mine, I said, even if you, you know, don't think that you can get up over time, if you pay attention to the conversations today and lean towards those that, those that strengthen you, you start to look for the people that are going to grab onto your hand and help you up when you most need it, which I think goes to the point now with regard to your second quote, it's beautiful. You got to stop assuming people broke. Everyone don't wear their money. But the bottom line is, what is the money in life, right? At this point, Girl. go ahead, Jessica, tell me about it. Now, let me just say this, because some of the wealthiest people that I know wear Converse, baggy jeans, dirty jeans, <laughs> and a regular polo shirt. Where when, when I see people that come in, they try to have all of their diamonds, it's a saying that says the loudest person in the room is the weakest person in the room. Yeah. yeah. So when I see people, if they come in with all of this long weave and their makeup is beat to the gods and, you know, they have the, the best chinchilla fur, Meg would say, oh my God, what's going on? <laughs> but especially in the African American culture, yeah. they want to, uh, to is the money. 
So I think when I got into banking, that's what sh- that's when I really learned what true wealth was. I know some people that I remember going to, to when I was an investment banker, going to a man's house. His house was valued at like twenty something thousand dollars. But when I walked in the house, they had remodeled the whole thing on the inside. But on the outside, it was in it was in a very bad neighborhood. But it was but the guy had millions of dollars. Yeah. And we were trying to get him. I was there's a book that I always highly recommend. It's called The Millionaire Next Door. It'll change your life. Okay, you just never know. Jessica's first uh, suggestion or advice or tip tonight: The Millionaire Next Door, because it'll blow your mind and have you looking from a different perspective. And certainly, when you're looking to run to strengthen those budding wings, less judgment of others and more actually being open and curious. So, get take a look at that book tonight and or tomorrow, or whenever you get a chance to start looking at the world a little differently. Huh, Jessica? Sounds good, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And then the last one, I love this. Your light gonna irritate a lot of unpeeled people. Tell me about this as well, Jessica. Explain to me what you mean here. Because there there are people who want you to stay. They they love the crabs in a barrel, right? Hmm. It's called crabs in a barrel mentality. They love when you're in the same darkness as them, the same circle as them, Mm -hmm. not prospering, not uplifting. One day I'll get to tell the story about the chicken and the eagle. But people love, they love eye level stuff. When they have to look up to see you, they have a problem with that. But I say shine on anyway, baby, shine on. You know, that's really a really amazing point because, you know, in many ways, a lot of, you know, it's funny because I was talking to my son today and he goes, I don't care what anyone else thinks about my family. It's what I care, what I think about my family, what how I look. And if it's if there any way that he can bring his own shine, his own bright light to help others see theirs, he's gonna do it. And I really think that, you know, here what you're saying is don't be shy because your gift is within. You have to shine bright. And those unhealed people they can either fall away or they'll join you so they rise to the level of your shine rather than pulling you down because you hold tight which i think is really a beautiful gift and something to be said because a lot of people forget they make try to not shine so bright to make other people feel comfortable but you've lived your life so far you know at this point having learned all the lessons that you've had to help other people shine and i've had some lessons and i think that when you that's and that's a good point because when you make other people's light shine your shines even the brighter yeah so it's always room there's room on the top for everybody yeah there's room on it but it but it can be lonely at the top because there's a lot of people they're not so much afraid of failing they're afraid of succeeding what my homeboy gonna think what's they gonna think i'm no yeah see and you why do you think people why don't why don't you think people will see it as, I always say when you're in a group of people and someone's doing really well and you're totally engaged with these people, I always think that your your gift or your blessing is on its way because look who you're surrounding yourself with. People who are elevating their lives and you're in part of that. So I don't understand, why do you think that people have a different approach or point of view with regard to that? Why do they feel so threatened that there's only so much shine for special or gifts or blessings for, for the world? Why do you think that's the case, Jess? Insecurities. But there's a saying that says, if you hang with four millionaires, you'll be the fifth. If you hang with four four broke people, you'll be the fifth broke person. So it's always about who have you surrounded yourself with? I'm very conscious of that. I do believe the slogan or the cliche that says, um, that says, that if your network is your your network is your network, um, most millionaires they're not sitting around gossiping about somebody else. Yeah. Most people that that they might listen, then it's like, why are we here? They're very conscious of their time. Time is the most valuable gift that you can have. Mm-hmm. So true. It's so true. Time. Time. If you could just talk to like that deceased loved one or whatever, you always wish you had more time. Right. I, I don't, you know, I, about time and your own career and, and what you've done so far in your life, I, you know, you've, you've really 
had to build a life. Now you're inspiring others to do the same, not to give up. How are you called to this place, Jessica? I mean, it just seems that- Life just, calls you, Meg. Tell me about life that. Tell me how your life calls you. Life calls you. Um, I think that every day is a choice. Am I always upbeat, happy, ready to conquer the world? No, absolutely not. However, I am very conscious of what I bring to the table. Mm -hmm. So I know that as a leader, I can affect someone's whole day, whole week, whole month, whole year. So do I literally want to break somebody down? No. So when I'm having a bad day, I might jump on the phone and say, Meg, I'm not feeling well today. I need you to pray for me. Or I might reach out to some of my close counterparts, people that I can confide in. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and you know, a lot and of I'm times... Like, eh. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, a lot of times when you do that, it might be, you know, sometimes you can't, like I always say, you can't pour from an empty cup. I mean, you can go, 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 go for so long, but at the end of the day, if you feel so depleted, you need to find those sources that will fill you up again or figure out ways for yourself, those tools that you can fill your own soul up again. You do it through prayer. I know that you're a very prayerful person. There's other ways to do it as well, but definitely, you know, reaching out to people who certainly build you up and enforce that strength with you is a way to go about it. I love that you do that. You're very good about that. And you're also a wonderful sounding board for other people. Um, you know, I have a question about legacy. I've been thinking about legacy a lot lately, you know, and, and with me as far as legacy and, and is the vision and the mission for my life and how do I want to leave this world? Can you tell me a little bit of, if you've had any kind of thought process around that at all? Or is it that you're just, your vision comes to you when it comes to you? I've definitely been thinking about that with the passing of my father. Uh -huh. um, I think that, that you know, be it, first of all, I was an insurance agent before, so it makes you more conscious that you're gonna leave here, right? Right. But when my father passed, it made me more conscious of the fact that I'm going to leave here. Yeah. You know, and it makes, and especially being a mother, you want to leave a certain legacy. And then I know one day my children are going to get married and have children. So I want to be able, and they're going to have children. I want to be able to leave something here that will not only generate them wealth, yeah. but also uh, steer them in a direction that will that's going to deal with them as the entire person from their spiritual, mental, physical, all of that. All of that. You want to yeah. leave the legacy, a legacy of good relationships, a legacy of wealth, a legacy yeah. of knowledge. So the older you get, I think you become more conscious of the fact that you're going to leave here, right? No, I, I, I love that. In the pandemic, in yeah. the pandemic, if I may say, really yeah. brought that into forefront. Yeah. I, you know, one of the things that you said that really struck a chord is that, you know, it's for me, I'll have to tell you, you know, I wanted children, but it, you know, it was kind of like, okay, check my checklist off, right? I have a checklist, this, this, this. And then now when they're growing up and I see them becoming their own person and, and, and going out into the world, I want to hopefully know that they have a solid head on or a foundation or a, a strong head on their shoulders that I can trust that those gifts that you're saying, what you gave to your kids, at least I'll be the little bug in the ear if they're doing something wrong, maybe they'll think twice before they do it. But I, you know, I wanted to go back to what you said about legacy and how beautiful your life has been from this point to, as a gift to your kids. You know, what makes you so, uh, what makes that so important for you? Tell me a little bit about your past as well so that, you know, we get a better idea as to how amazing it is that where you are as a doctor now, as a, a philanthropist, as well as, you know, a business owner. So let me just be clear, I, I, and that's why I love being able to tell my story because I didn't grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth or a gold plated spoon in my mouth. Um, I grew up in Gary, Indiana when it was the murder capital of America during the 90s. Um, I was a teenage mom who, after my son was only eight days old, his father was murdered. Um, so life, as they say, as Maya Angelou said in her poem, life for me ain't been no easy street. 
Yeah. You know, um, mm-hmm. every bad decision has consequences, and I've have and I have paid some consequences for the things that I have chosen. Nevertheless, ended up getting in an abusive relationship. I did go to school for business management in Omaha, Nebraska. Wow. However, I still was looking for love in all the wrong places. Ended up getting an abusive, excuse me, an abusive relationship. Fast forward today, I mean, I'm skipping over a lot of things, but I started turning my pain into power. And now I reach back, um, having gone through a battered women's shelter, transitional home. Now I'm able to do that myself, you know, provide certain tools, um, especially with the donation center now, having the global partnerships with Amazon, Walmart, CVS, QVC, Lazy Boy, the list goes on. But, and then also now opening up a nursing school, having a, a branding boutique, that I that has literally put me on platforms with Chris Jenner and Sarah Jakes Roberts and different things like that, yeah. and having clients featured all over the world. Yeah. So I'm here to say that anybody can, if I could turn around, anybody could turn around. But that's why it is so important that I leave a legacy because I don't want my daughter being a teen mom. I don't want my daughter experiencing all kind of bad things. That what I went through at 15. Having an STD at 15, yeah. there's no way that I would want that to be for me. I could not. My daughter wouldn't. She's green to a lot of things, thank God. <laughs> but I would never, ever want my children to experience, like, they experience the things that I've experienced. So is it important that we leave a proper legacy? You can be a living, living legend, too. You know, what are your children seeing? So my children see now the importance of giving back, feeding the hungry, make, you know, all of these things, you know, because somebody did it for me. And that is why I'm the woman that I am today. That's amazing, Jessica. And I do believe that, like you said, with regard to your brainchild now for the TED Talk, this actual coming up in May, that it does and that you're a part of I'm a part of and 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 thank you to you certainly one of the things that you know you are very well known for is elevating others and this is an opportunity and vision to purpose our future it takes a village I definitely am grateful for that and I want to say I just want to say to that point you know for you you how did you how did you had what was the journey toward this and how did you you get to do this and and then bring this wonderful group of individuals to join you as you curate this beautiful event. I believe I can fly. <laughs> I love it. You know, yeah. I believe it. And being around others who um, also believe the same thing. Birds of a feather do flock together. Yeah. I've had other clients to do TEDx. People say, well, I can show you how to do your own. Show me. And now I'm able to turn around and show others yeah. how to do it, how to be picked, because they only pick 10 at a time. And they get thousands of applicants. So yeah. to be picked out of all of those, thank you. Excited about that, right? Yeah. And you know, but, and Meg, when you do yours, I'm going to be there to to do i want to be there just to support you Even heard you her. okay, you're gonna be on my stage jessica what do you, you know but the, but that's what i'm saying though like this is amazing you know and that's what it that's why it does take a village but i believe that as a woman when a door is open for you stand there and hold the door open so that another woman can come Amen, through sister. i agree that's beautiful and you you assume like people assume that you know people don't do that and the reality is, if you do do that, then more doors will open for you. Because more doors will yes. open for you. Yes, yes. The, the pie is not only so big, it's it's not there. It's, it's, it's a vast universe of opportunities. And you find selflessness in other people like you and like the women and men that you associate yourself with, then like you said, birds of a feather or butterflies <laughs> flock together, right? Fly together. And the beauty is that your example, your life is in fact, you know, proven that like you say, you're feeding the homeless after the TEDx, you're going to have an opportunity for those who are participating to also be the homeless, to be those words, you know, to other people in action, which is really what you are. It's like 
show me how to do it. I, I am backing up the action 150%. And that is you, you show up. So tell me a little bit about your journey and where it's going from here, from this point forward. Meg, my journey, I, the journey that I'm on now is, is somewhat scary, but exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, just the mere fact that we are going to be feeding the hungry. Mm-hmm. You know, one day my goal is to feed 10,000 people, which will include veterans, you know, on a monthly basis. Yeah. So right now we're probably at close to seven. But my goal is to, because in each box we're able to feed four to six people. Amazing. Okay. And then eventually it'll grow to that. I'm looking forward to helping the veterans, those who have served in our country and who have fallen on hard times. Who, you know, we want to do that. Then also being able, because I am a former victim of domestic violence abuse or former survivor Amazing. of domestic violence abuse, and to be able to now go and help those who are who are in those shoes and to help their children. I remember when people would come and donate clothes, it was like the happiest times of my life. Yeah. Because wow. I didn't have to go spend my welfare check, right? Wow. On, on like I know sometimes when I tell my friends this now, they're like, I just couldn't imagine, <laughs> but I lived it. I lived it. So my heart is really there for those people. Um, so the goal is late fall, the beginning of 2022 or you know towards the beginning of 2022 we will be opening the doors to the Deborah's place transitional house and shelter Amazing. so and it will be an array of services there for the people Amazing. so that they can so that they too can grow prosper spread their wings so this i want to show amazing. everyone this beautiful this beautiful um, logo that you made for Deborah's place. And like, like she said, the fall, um, hopefully they're going to be opened to help and serve their community. Um, But tell us a little bit about this beautiful logo that you have. It's a, it's a, um, it looks like an angel and just please describe it and tell it, tell about it for everyone. It says Deborah's place. You're safe here. Go ahead, Jess. Like you're trying to get me emotional. Uh. <laughs> when, when I saw the logo, it just, it just does something to me. Because can you imagine being afraid to leave an abusive relationship or, you know, your child's father hit you upside the head with a loaded gun or stump you while you're pregnant, but you don't, but you stay? Yeah. You stay because you don't feel, you don't think you can make it. So I've always put myself, oh God. I always put myself in those shoes. And this is what drives me when I wanna give up, when I'm tired of going to the 119th meeting of the day to keep going, to keep pushing, because we know that there is something on the other side. Deborah's place, you're safe here. And then you want the environment to be so clean and and beautiful because you want to be you want them to be in an environment where they where they can grow, not just physically, but emotionally. Meg, I remember being so down. Like it was hard for me to tie my shoes because I was so depressed. When I, w- I was so depressed and I would pray and say, God, please help. So I think about those women, like right now, there are women that are praying to God, wanting a place to go, a clean place to go, a safe place to go, a place that, that they can grow spiritually, mentally. Now we're not gonna push religion on them, but we're definitely gonna let them know that Jesus saves. You know, but I want them to come to a place in their children where they can feel and know that they're loved. You know, some of them are going to be coming with all kind of mental issues because abuse affects not only your physical, but your mental. And, you know, people say, well, you have a choice. You can leave. 
I used to sit up and say the same thing and talk about him on the Maury Povic show and Jerry Springer. That's when Jerry Springer was popular. Jenny Jones show, Ricky Lake. They're like, girl, you are stupid. Ain't no way until it was me. Yeah. Wow. Because no one wakes up and says, oh, well, what do you want to be today? I want to be someone that is abused. Yeah. No one wakes up and says that. Wow. And the fact of the matter is that your your prayers were answered. You now are also, because your prayers were answered, now you're giving back to others because you can, because you know there was someone who reached out to help you when you needed it the most. So this is what Deborah's place was a dream for you to say a big old thank you to God and the universe <laughs> that you know you're still here and that you're still here to help others as well which you know i do want to point out also that's not the only thing you're doing but we have the sovereign care home health care services that like i said before you're getting ready to i think you're open but the school's still that's it, the home health care that level okay. is the home health care. okay so, so and then we have the medical training school right. okay so this is the logo for the home health care and mm -hmm. uh, there's also a medical training school and this woman's got vantage point going on tell us about this wonderful brainchild of yours with the incredible women that you know are on stage with you oh my god so a group of myself and my christian girlfriends we're together we're real women discussing real issues in a real world i love it and we talk about everything. And no, we do not always agree. We are we are we are on locally at our Christian station here locally, but you we also have a YouTube channel. But we go at it at some issues, but we respect each other. We can do it respectfully. Yeah. And you know, one of our shows that is coming up is we are talking to a woman who lost her son through murder. Her son was murdered. Oh, I think he was shot several times in the head, 20 years old. Oh, God. Um, with the wrong crowd. But we're bringing those, but we're talking about how broken the system is. Right. Right. So we are, but she was on the show and it was heavy in there. Right. Wow. Yeah. Then on top of that, we're bringing shows about uh, teenage pregnancy. Oh, wow. You know, I was a teenage mom. Like, hey, it happens. You could be raised in a church. Yeah. You know, I was in Bible class, youth Bible study, choir rehearsal, mm -hmm. candy striper, all of that stuff. <laughs> I went to Catholic school, too. That's you good. know, but my skirt wasn't down. It was up or something, you know. <laughs> so apparently, you know, seriously. So I think that this is like... This is so major, man. I'm so excited about the vantage point because I want to be a voice to the voiceless. Whatever I do, I want to be that voice where people can feel comfortable sharing their stories, sharing what's going on with them. I love that, Jessica. And you know, also, we can't go off without saying Miss CEO was the beginnings, or not even the beginning. It was all a dream. Yeah, Miss CEO. It was all a dream, Miss CEO, and your wonderful M-I-Z CEO, and, and how you basically have become those words in your life as this profound spirit and entrepreneur, which you're inspiring so many. And, and I've been blessed having had the incredible opportunity to meet some of the other uh, women that you um, represent. So I am grateful for Miss CEO, that's for sure. I, you know, Jessica, I want to go back to um, the beginning about your, you know, I believe extraordinary is, as my daughter says, it's so extra ordinary for sure. Like you put the extra with the ordinary because there's really no ordinary. It's that extra boost that gets you to embrace a spirit of learning instead of following blindly. You're embracing a path that will allow each of us to gain new perspective through serving like you've done. And, you know, I want to say at this point in your life, you know, other than these incredible initiatives that you have coming up, what what's moving you forward? What's moving you forward in life? What is that thing that is the key to Jessica right now? Meg, that's such a loaded question. 
I just know that I can't die here. Mm. With so much death in the air, yeah, from the pandemic mm-hmm. to the loss of uh, a marriage, you know, right? Um, just everything that you, I, I had to make up in my mind that I can't die here. Wow. I have a lot to live for. I do have people to see. I remember someone saying that depression is a low level way of viewing the the, the situation. Hmm. And so I love how you and I inspire one another, how yeah. we choose to be happy on days that we're bawling our eyes out. <laughs> that we cho- no, because it's a choice, you know? Tomorrow we might be just like all in our feelings, but we. But what I love about Meg and Jessica is that we give ourselves permission to feel that. Yeah. Right. Like, and I don't want to be fake. I think that when we don't acknowledge that we're having the problems, is that's when you go into more hell or whatever. So what's keeping me driving is like those women that I know are counting on somebody. That somebody is me. To make it through, we're about to provide. The, I want to be. I am the best. I'm speaking at it to the atmosphere. The best nursing training school in the state of Indiana. Love that. Yeah. You know, we're doing our thing, girl. That is awesome. I love it, and I and I do believe that when you show up every day doing your best, and it doesn't have to be stellar, you know, A plus work. It's just the best you got for that day then you give yourself permission and grace to stumble and fall and get back up again because there's nothing that you can do um, that will keep you down. And I think that one of the things that I wanted to point out that I love most about you, Jessica, is that I know your pain. I've seen you cry and yet then you use that. You use that to inspire. You've been my sister through it all, Mick, and I love you. I love you too, Jess. And you know, you're still incredibly inspirational to so many, but the thing is, it's because you're authentically Jess and you don't take on any airs. I mean, you do have gorgeous eyelashes, let's be honest. And they are Miss CEO brand. So ladies, this girl knows how to do the makeup, I'm telling you, but she is the real thing. She is the real thing in everything that she does. Her true passion is to be of service. And once again, I'll go back and say the quote that we started with, she wants everyone out there, and I know this to be the case, to run, my dear, from anything that may not strengthen your precious budding wings, which means- I love that, Meg. I love it too, and you know- I love that. Yeah, because you know what? We are all works in progress until the very end, you know, and you're right. I just don't want to die here. I got too much wonderful things to do. So as long as I've been given the opportunity to do it, I'm going to show up. And you know what? I'm going back to what we said in the beginning. It takes a village. And I think that that is incredibly profound. And I want to ask you again, why did you pick this title? Because this is your brainchild. So why did you pick a vision, a purpose, our future? It takes a village, Jess. Because I would not be the woman I am today without the village, yeah. without the village of the therapist, without the village of the business owner who, who decided to open up a transitional house, without the, the vision of a Meg, mm-hmm. you know, I would not be the Jessica I am today without these people in the community that's caucasian non-caucasian white black rich poor whatever you want to say it it took a village to make the jessica that she is today yeah yeah i agree i think that's beautiful and i think that when you realize that you are part of the whole we're so interconnected in this this beautiful world yes. that we live in then we start to act differently to each other we don't want to kill each other literally we want to help each other because our energies overlap and they interact and we can actually be the thing that makes another person want to keep going just like that the woman who came into your life when you were at in your lowest point and just like you do to many other people and every day 
by being a part of your homeless food drives and and negotiating with these big retailers, you know, to bring in food and products and everything so you can help another person. That is conscious living because we are not rocking this planet alone. So one of the things I do love to bring out from my guests are the best tools that you use to manifest the life of your dreams so that you can share them with us and you know offer that as a you know a love offering to anyone who's listening and needs to hear some bit of inspiration that they can actually make use of and apply to their life tonight even so i'm not trying to be a spiritualist but i just be who i am my relationship with god is the most important relationship in my life i believe in prayer um meditating on the word of god the bible um also I'm very conscious of who I allow in my space mm-hmm. what I allow in my eye gates my ear gates mm-hmm. I'm very conscious of that of what I bring to the table um I am very conscious of my time what I give myself to mm-hmm. meeting you Meg has been life changing oh. um who would have ever thought that it would go to this far no. Instead of a business, I think the first time we we talked, we talked for over two hours. It was a long conversation. You know, over <laughs> yeah. a PR deal, like what is going on? But it. yeah, and we definitely need. But the village is what makes me who I am, even to this day. I still am in therapy or coaching, as you want to call it. I still need that. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, it takes a village. It's okay. okay to say I'm sad when my marriage failed. I was struggling and I needed the help. And I'm glad that I reached out. There's a song that says, Throw out the lifeline. Somebody needs oh, saving, you know? Yeah. But let, the question is who are you the lifeline to? Who are you? Who have you went back to rescue? There's a scripture that says that once you have been strengthened, go back. Once you have been converted, go back and strengthen your brethren. Who have you went back to help and to bring along with you? And Meg, that's what you do every day. How you show up is is, is just amazing. I'm definitely in very good company for that. And and Giselle says, we need a village to help us get through our blue days, which is absolutely true. You know, to know that you're in this world, of this world, not alone, is a beautiful, beautiful reality and realization because it allows you that opportunity to reach out to another person, which I think that, you know, as women who are empathetic, empathetic, or they feel compassionate, and they they're so set like you and I, Jessica. Especially you, I know how you feel. I you know that you hear stories and you hear the stories. You don't leave them where you where you started. I know oh, that you know that even the giving uh, that up to God, you know, for for prayer and 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 you know asking for help even in the spiritual sense or even the real sense where you know Giselle saying we need a village these days and and the reality is is that we need a village these days to show up in places that feed our souls so one of the things that I asked you at the outset is set your intention for this incredible evening tonight where we get to have this conversation amongst friends amongst new people who show up what was your intention tonight, Jessica? Well, my intention was to come here and to let people know that you will not always be in the darkness, that anyone can rise from the obscurity of the ashes. God will give you beauty for ashes. I want you to know that it's not always going to be sunshiny days. But every cloud eventually runs out of rain, right? I love it. That's so true. Yes. That's so true. So is there a number that you picked tonight that you want to share with us on the magical guy? 88. 88. Do you have and I'm the- not gambling. So those who are gonna watch it, <laughs> come back and watch it. Okay, so are you gonna read it or do you want me to read it, Jess? Um 
you read it. All right, so I have number 88. Oh, Jess, you're going to love this. So this is Jeff's gift from The Magical Guide to Bliss, is make you in peace. So what can we do? There you go. So what can we do about the craziness of the world? Nothing could toot laugh, but with a dose of kindness, this is the nature of the world. This is destiny. Worry about your craziness only. Make you in peace. That's from Elizabeth Gilbert's book, Eat, Pray, Love. And I'm going to read a little blurb from the insight. So you ready for this, Jess? I'm ready. You cannot control the craziness of the world, but you can make a difference in your corner of it. Instead of focusing on what you believe is possible, shift your, I'm sorry, believe is impossible, shift your attention to what you know you can do. You can create your world in peace by taking care of yourself. You can begin to pay attention to the kind of energy you bring to your life. You can focus with gratitude on your blessings, and you can choose to tune out the noise and chaos with dedicated moments of focused joy. It is time to stop putting off your happiness for tomorrow by starting to stretch your body and mind for the pure love of it today. In small, manageable increments of time, take the actions necessary to breathe yourself back into balance. Worrying does you no good. You cannot be a warrior if you are a wor warrior. Focus on what the fighter within needs to tame those out of control feelings. Seek out the tools, prayer, meditation, exercise, inspired conversation, or reading that you will bring back to sanity. Slowly at first, as the old habits are replaced with new, the peaceful transformation will be quicker and living in a pain a lot shorter. Do what you can do now. Make you in peace and the ripple effect that you can have on the world will go beyond even your wildest imaginations. So there you go. Speak words of gratitude, my friend. And I couldn't imagine a better way to end this evening with you, your wonderful inspiration. And as we all set out to make ourselves in peace so that we can shine, so that we irritate those people who are unhealed, but not only to heal, but to wake up, enjoy the world from a place of love because run quickly so we can fly and we can fly better when we're walking it out together. So. I did want to share with you that my book is coming out, Butterfly Awakens, in September of 2021. And I also- September the 7th. I'm sorry, September the 7th, which is my girl's birthday, which I'm excited about. Her beautiful daughter's birthday is that day. Um, I, I do also want to encourage all of you to go to mizceo.com, M-I-Z-C-E-O.com, because there you're going to see all the wonderful things that Jessica is up to. And I can tell you something, this girl doesn't ever stop. Um, once again, it takes a village. It's going to be Saturday, May 1st, 2021. We're going to put lots of links on the feed so that you can actually be a participant and actually enjoy this, hopefully, Jessica. And then also, you know, you can see her, what she's doing with Deborah's Place. If you feel, you know, compelled to donate, it's www.debrahdebrahsplace.net, N-E-T. And then also the Sovereign Care um, brand is also www.sovereign, S-O-V-E-R-E-I-G-N, C-A-R-E-M-T-C.com. And also Jessica can be found on all sorts of social media. So keep up with her because she's doing amazing things. Give us your final inspiration tonight, Jessica, to leave us all with a boost of something that I know we could all use. What if I fail? But oh, darling, what if I fly? Amen. There you go. So don't worry about failing because the possibility is if you keep getting up, eventually you're going to fly. Jessica, I love that. It's beautiful. It's beautifully you. And I just remember this always, that it's always time to manifest our dreams. It's better together. I want everyone to seek out each other, to hold each other when we need to be held and help each other when we need to be deliberate creatives of our life. Be bold, be awakeners. It's time to manifest the life of your dreams. Go out there and do it. I love you, Jess. Thank you for joining us tonight, everyone. And have a wonderful, wonderful evening. Good night, Jess. Good night.